Hey, it's your girl Dara sitting here with a mic and a glass of wine, talking to some great friends about some interesting topics. Thank you for tuning in to My Voice with Dara and Friends. Rock to the left, rock to the right, rock to the front, bring it back, do it right. You know my name is Dara and I'm going to do you right. Do it in the morning and I do it in the night. What you saying? Yes, that's me. I came in the place I came to be. D-A-R-A is me. Sit back, relax, and let me do me. It's your girl coming with the information. It's your girl coming with the inspiration. It's your girl coming in the house. She knows she gonna do it right. Got the words in her mouth. Gonna shoot it out for you. Gonna give it all right. Cause I do the shit, I do it right, do it right. What's up? What's the dealio? It's your girl, Dara. I'm not really sure what that kind of freestyle. I'm not, I don't know what that freestyle was. Like, I ain't really feeling the freestyle, but guess what? It's gonna be what it is, it's gonna be what it was, and it's gonna be what it ain't, and it's gonna be what it does. It's your girl, Dara. You're listening to My Voice with Dara and Friends. And today, first of all, let me say happy Mother Monday. Y'all know my episodes come out on Monday. So if you're hearing this on a Tuesday, you're already a day late and a dollar short. So start listening to the show on Monday because that's when it comes out. Um, So happy Monday to all of y'all. I don't know why Monday is always looked at as this like kind of day. But hey, guess what? Even if this is like the start of your week, this is also the day that you get to listen to my podcast. So you should like at least have a smile on your face because of that. If not anything else, that should be a really good reason to have a smile on your face. I have a really good episode for y'all. I sat down and had a wonderful, wonderful conversation with a young lady named Goddess. She also goes by the name of Cherie, but I call her Goddess. Um, And she has a company called Shop Black Organics. And it sounds and spelled exactly the way I just said it. Shop Black Organics. Dot com. Um, you can also go to Shop Black Organics Instagram, Shop Black Organics Facebook, like everything Shop Black Organics. Um, Goddess is everything organic, and she's a very whole. She she does everything for the body, the mind, and the spirit. She's a holistic healer. Um, so if you're looking for, you know, natural ways to heal your body, natural ways to, you know your spirit and your mind and your you know just your overall she works on the whole self I would say definitely link up with her follow her on Instagram follow her on Facebook go to her website find you some um items that will definitely be something that's going to work on the whole body and not just you know not just the head when you got a headache not just the feet when you got some kind of nerve problems or something like that like this is your holistic healing um method like one-stop shop this is where you want to go she also has a lot of um good ideas for how to um eat healthier um work on you know living a healthier and more holistic and spiritual life so that's that um and it's shopblackorganics.com we sat down and we talked about um what it is to be a black woman in America and some of the struggles that we do or don't face, some of the um, things that we feel like is or is not our fight, Um, as well as, you know, I will be honest with y'all, 
the reason why this might be a pretty good inform- um, conversation to listen to is because you all know that I'm a feminist um, or slash womanist or whatever you want to call it for the black woman. Um, I know we don't have the same fight as the uh, Caucasian or European or whatever you want to call it. I'll call them. But um, I do feel I do still feel like there is an injustice slash um, imbalance when it comes to the different sexes. Um, especially in a black race, I still have my own maybe slightly skewed issues now that I feel. And the reason I say slightly is because, as you can hear in this um, upcoming conversation, talking to goddess, uh, I've never heard anybody explain to me why um, the feminist movement is not a, a much needed movement for the black community. Um, but the way she explained it kind of had me thinking, I'm not going to say she made me drop my notions or drop my ideals or drop my, um, my reasons for why I believe we still should fight for certain things. But, um, she definitely opened my mind up in a way that I don't think anybody has ever done before. And I think that black women in America, um, you know, face a different type of struggle than any other race. Let me just say that black women in America, we face a struggle that no other race faces. You know, it's not any secret that black women are the most disrespected. It's not a secret that black women are also the most desired. However, we're also the most hated. So there's a there's definitely something to be discussed here. Uh, But we also talk about it from a, a business perspective a mother's perspective and uh, definitely just a woman's perspective. So having this conversation with her um, for the black women, I felt was much needed. Um, When I met her, first of all, we, I got this kind of like great vibe from her and it was just amazing. But I want to, I want to play this clip for y'all right quick that I heard that really set the tone for everything. And I want, I want to play this clip. I'm gonna let y'all hear it. And then I'm going to just go straight into the conversation. So y'all won't hear my voice again until the conversation. But here's the thing. Listen to the clip. Always follow me at My Voice Podcast. So if you're not already following me, please do that now on all social media platforms. Follow me at My Voice Podcast and follow Shop Black Organics. That's Goddess um, uh, business page and all of that. But I'm going to play this clip and then I'm going to move on to the interview. Um, I want to also say shout out to my mom for an amazing Sunday dinner tonight. I really, really, really enjoyed it. If I think one of the things we need to bring back into rotation of life is uh, Sunday dinners with the family. So if y'all not doing Sunday dinners in your family, I think it's maybe somebody in a younger generation should just start it. Like just start cooking. I don't care if it's Sunday, Saturday or, wait, or Friday. I don't care what day it is. I think we need to start implementing family dinners back into the rotation of life. So let's try to see if we can work that out. You know, mommy, thank you so much for dinner. It was amazing. So was the wine. All right, I'm gonna play the clip. I love y'all always, always. And without further ado, black women in our reality. Fucked up too is when you talk pro- when you talk proudly about black women, everyone gets upset. Everyone gets mad. Cause the hatred of black people is so ingrained 
that if I go, black women are amazing. Well, you're being racist. What the fuck? Does that even make any sense? That doesn't even make any sense. Black women are the shit. They age the best. They got the best bodies. You motherfuckers age early. Fuck you. You feel me? And you copy everything from black women. You dance like them. You talk like them. You ever see other races when girls want to get an attitude? They do this shit. They go, let me. I see Asian girls doing it. I see Latin girls. It's black women shit. Right? Yeah. You get everything from black women. Even gay white men steal shit from black women. Girl. Girl. Honey. (laughs) The fuck out of here. Black women are the trends. First of all, what's your name? Where you from? Who you rolling My name with? Is Cherie. I'm from St. Louis. I'm known as Goddess. Everybody call me Goddess. Right. Gonna and call me this morning and say, "Hey, it's Cherie." I like, and I was like, "Um, okay." I've been calling you even in your text messages. I'm like, "Hey, Goddess." Yeah. So, um, yep, so Goddess, and I am the owner of Black Organics. The website is shopblackorganics.com. So I'm into the whole natural health, Mm -hmm. feminine health movement. Now, is it because of something you went through personally, or you just like, just a health nut, period? It is something I went through personally. It started with my children. Oh. So, um... Raising two young boys, they were always sick, in and out of the hospital. I mean, sick every other week to the point where they knew me um, in the um, urgent care, the children's urgent care. And so I just got tired of that whole back and forth going to the Mm -hmm. hospital. And I'm like, you know what? They not getting well. So I need to do something because I'm their mother. You know, (laughs) I can't leave their health in somebody else's hands and they're constantly taking medication and I'm back there two weeks for something totally different. Wow. So um, got to the point where I just dove and I stopped going. I mean, every all the symptoms, I stopped going. I just started researching natural health remedies, started ordering books on my own. Started researching, ordering books off of Amazon, and just kind of dove deep into the studies, and um, got them off of dairy, got them off of milk, got them off of dairy, got them off of meat. Yes. And from that point on, and just changing the diet, because at first it was challenging, because I was so used to buying like certain junk foods in the house, so I would buy fruit and junk foods. And I was like, this not working because the fruit is getting a little, you know, it's getting a little brown spots on it and they going. (laughs) They talking to me now because we try to do that balance thing. It's like, or a transition. You think, okay, well, this is me transitioning. But then you find out the transition ain't even really happening because Mm -mm. nobody's eating Mm -mm. this. Mm -mm. We but that's we the last resort this. when that's gone. Exactly. So um, exactly. when I become I became successful at transitioning the diet once I stopped buying those foods altogether. And and your skin look amazing. Thank you. And I got to the point where and that's the body butter on our website. <laughs> <laughs> she, yes, that's the body butter. So I was just like I got to the point where I was like, if I don't buy this, mm-hmm. then guess what? They don't have a choice but to eat the fruit. You right. know what I'm saying? Oh, right. So, um, I've I've showed I've taken pictures of my fruit bowl and posted it on Instagram. I got a bowl in the middle of my table, right? And it's pears, it's apples, it's bananas. All the fruit is right there. 
plenty of grapes and whatever else, right. blueberries in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. If you hungry, you want a snack, they don't have a choice but, but to, to go yeah. to the fruit bowl. Yeah. So, right. you know, every blue moon, I, I might like do I just, like a... I just learned a few things just now. That's the only way. Five now, we days. have cheat days. Okay. Don't okay. get me wrong, All you right. know, because... Yeah. That's what we used to. We used to certain diets, but mm-hmm. that's every once in a while. Okay. You know, so one bad meal, not going to kill you. Just like one good meal, not going to heal not you. Not going to heal. Ooh, mm-hmm. that should be on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I just gave you a nice t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But so let's talk about some of your products. Your product, first of all, you started it when? How long ago? So I've started creating natural products. It's been about four years because once I started diving deep into the education and learning how toxic the products is, Mm -hmm. I started making deodorant. I started making soaps. I started making body butters. And so from that's what I started with more of the skincare. But I've learned so much since then to where I've evolved into Mm. the feminine health, the vaginal issues. I'm a certified womb steam practitioner. Right. And you renamed it. So, yes. is it for a reason? Is it better? For, so, a V-steam is what that is, right? Ultimately, is that? It's the same thing. It's the same thing mm-hmm. as a V-steam. Because I didn't know. I had to ask my best friend. Yes. I was like, what is a womb steam? Well, that's just the to- name of the person that's actually practicing that natural uh, service. Okay. A womb steam practitioner. Okay. So, it's called a vaginal steam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll just say a vaginal therapy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I plan on doing like a little, because uh, I also, for y'all that don't know, again, just so you know, I do sell bedroom candy. You can go to mybedroomcandy.com slash A1237 to get some of my products. But I do plan on having me a little bedroom candy um, party. Okay. I plan on having henna there as well. Yes, and I love henna. I want to do, so the V-Steam, can you do that at your house or is that traveling? Mm-mm, you can travel with that? Because I, I, I mean, we can travel. add all of this into like one big woman I can celebrate travel. women kind of event You can thing. come to my healing space. We got the steam stools. Yes. Yes. We have the massage bed for womb massages. We can do the womb dance. We can do meditation. See, it's the word womb that scares me because I don't want no more kids. So it's the word womb that I'll be like, that's why I had to ask. I was like, so is this about like making sure like the womb is healthy? Everything needs to be healthy, mm-hmm. the entire body. So that's that's why when you look at um, my website, shopblackorganics.com, mm-hmm. I didn't just stop with the feminine products. I couldn't because I had a responsibility to do holistic, holistic wellness. Yes. So a lot of the issues, mm-hmm. fibroids, PCOs, endometriosis, cysts, vaginal dryness, all of these things is a result of what we're putting in our body. So I had to come I couldn't straddle the fence. I had to come with a complete line of wellness products because all of these things is is, is a a result of what we're doing to our body, what we're putting in our body, who we're coming in contact with. I mean, all of it is connected. I love that. So, yeah. So, y'all heard that. Go check her out. Shop Black Organic. No, shop organic. Shop black organics. It is black. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shop black mm-hmm. And organics with the S on the end. And it's it's named yeah. Shop Black Organics. Black Organics yes. for us. Yes. 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 Because why? Because when we learn that, you know, sisters mm-hmm. are 
have the highest rate of deaths obesity. when trying to and obesity. Right, have babies, mm-hmm. obesity. They have mm-hmm. the highest hysterectomy rates and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So I'm on a mission. Yes. yes. I will be on that mission with you. I mean, I'm on my own mission in my home, but... Absolutely. That's where it starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's more so... Um, I'm more about the spirit, the mind. And, all of it. Yeah, all of that. That's right. So Good. I'm definitely on that mission with you. Okay. When it came to you starting your business as a black woman, mm-hmm. what were some of the things you thought you would face when it came to like challenges? Did you think you would face any? I did think I would face. Okay. What I am doing, some people will consider a revolutionary act. Oh, okay. Yes, because it's against the norm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you're pulling away mm-hmm. from the norm right. of healing. Right. Synthetic medications. I can't even tell you the last time me and my children have been to the doctor because mm. I am their doctor at this point. Yes. Yes. So you're pulling away from everything. And then when you get into the work and you become this powerful entity in saying, okay, not only am I here to heal myself and my children, but now I have a responsibility to heal people that look like me. Mm. And I'm not really the healer. I'm just here to guide. Right. Each one, teach one. Yes. And healing themselves. And so that's why um, it becomes what we learn to be a threat into Mm. the society because, um, you know, it kind of goes against what the norm is. Right. Yeah. So we just, you know, it's it's just a way to do everything. But at the same time, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that on a level of um, I read a I was eating a vegetarian um, article the other day and they was talking about how even though veganism and vegetarianism is becoming more and more known, Mm -hmm. it's still considered abnormal to be such. Mm -hmm. And so we still get like this flack when people hear that. They're like, well, how are you getting your protein? How are you Mm -hmm. getting this? How are you doing that? Mm -hmm. You're not going to be healthy. (laughs) And then one of the biggest things I see when I tell people that I don't eat meat, the first thing they do is look at my size. They like, really? Because, you know, I'm curvy. Right. I'm thick. Well, I'm still, been come that. on, somebody. Yeah, I'm still going to be sexy. Don't get it twisted. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sexy they, and healthy. I think we have these um, misconceptions mm-hmm. about what it means to actually be healthy. They We think skinny is healthy. Right. We think eating meat mm-hmm. is supposed to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. don't get me started on what we think about religion. And oh, other things, yes, like, you know, I and agree. it's just one of them things. It's mm-hmm. like we all been following such a trend for so long mm-hmm. and traditions for so long that mm-hmm. nobody is willing to actually do the work on what's really yes, supposed sis. to be good yep. for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and I mean that in the sense of good for us, mm-hmm. black people, Absolutely. black women. I you know agree. What I, mean? I definitely agree. So we're going to get right into some of this. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get into some of this. Okay. Before we do, I just want to make sure we mention one more time. Make mm-hmm. sure y'all go to www.shopblackorganics, with a S, dot com. You can also go to her um, Instagram at Shop Black Organics. And you can see her on Facebook at Shop Black Organics. And we'll probably be doing, um, she'll probably be doing a whole lot more uh, Absolutely. stuff in the future. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows? She's going to be teaching y'all some things, holding some um, <laughs> events, all kinds of things going to be ready. about to go down. I'm ready. Yes. Plus, y'all going to be seeing her at some of my little sweet candy parties. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but we're going to get into this black 
women reality, mm-hmm. the black women reality that we live in today. <clears throat> and one of the reasons I wanted to talk to Goddess about this is because, again, you know, being a black woman in America and trying to um, build a business from the ground up, um, some of the f- struggles that we face just with people taking us serious. And then when we get to a point of being um, successful, so to speak, we are also looked at as, okay, well, now she thinks she knows it all or she's too powerful. She's getting beyond herself, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and they always tell you, you know, bring it down a few notches, you know, mm-hmm. just a few. And ain't nobody bringing nothing down. Mm-mm. But I do want to start off with that quote that you brought up just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. The more success you have, the more threatening you appear. So as the black woman in the successful world, do you, do you, first of all, do you agree with that? Um, I do. And (laughs) what you just said was interesting because I just had, when you just said that, you know, when we appear to be a certain way when we get, Mm -hmm. I just had this conversation and, um, you know, it's okay when we are not sure of ourselves sometimes or when we meet people eye to eye. But when we get to the point where we're actually confident about Mm, who we are, we're proud about our accomplishments, and it took us X amount of years to get there, Mm -hmm. X amount of years of self-loving, X amount of years of self-care, X amount of years of hard work, and we're holding our head high and we're walking in our light Mm -hmm. this becomes a threat to people that have not arrived at that point oh okay okay it don't have to be but unfortunately when you have people that's not confident and sure of themselves they'll look at you and say "Mm, she's not humble or she's over the no Mm. and guess what when we talk about sisterhood that's my role i'm Mm. i'm ready for to to bring us at the same level together. And I don't use the words up with me because I don't feel like I'm above lower. But right. no, exactly. I'm, I'm just arrived at where I'm at. You right. know what I'm saying? The work that we need to do individually never ends. Mm. Even the person that we look at to be confident and she got it all together, she still has work to do and she knows that Agreed. and she's okay with that. Agreed. But she's still celebrating in the work that she's already done. Yes. Yes. And so that's what we have to, you know, kind of, you know, applaud our sisters and, and, and not necessarily, you know, just kind of look at it as, as as if she's not humble and she's not grateful and, you know, she's doing too much or whatever, you know, words we want to use to describe her. But say, get inspired, mm. you know, and yeah. say, how can I get there? Well, let me right. get off of <laughs> social media and stop stop looking at what somebody else is doing and let me do the work. I actually was talking about that mm. today. And I said, you know, sometimes when we're looking at, you posted some about that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did I say? On your Instagram. People be throwing my stuff day. back at me. I don't even yes. remember sometimes. I'm telling you, when, when we actually do the work ourselves and pay attention to what we're doing, when I say keep your eyes on your own paper and mind your blessings, mm. then you will be confident in what it is that you have to do and what it is that you've accomplished. You know, so I think that's one of the things where um, when we talk about becoming a threat, that can be a threat. Um to people, unfortunately, yeah, and but it doesn't have to be. It unfortunately, just, it's, it's, it's really part. just up to the person that's perceiving it as that. Right. That doesn't mean that that's what you are. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's just the the, the perception that mm-hmm. that person have about you. 
I think when we was talking on the phone earlier, you said something that was really deep. But uh, and I mean, it, you probably didn't even know it was deep. But because we was just really talking about, you know, bringing each other along on this journey of, okay, we're going to help each other Mm -hmm, out. mm -hmm. And I think in the midst of that, what you said was because me helping you shine ain't going to take from me. Mm -mm. And I think that's something that do you feel like that we are at a point now where women, black women are starting to realize you're, I'm not going to, if, if I help you out, mm-hmm. that's not going to take away from my shine. That's not going to mm-hmm. take away from my business. Mm-hmm. We can all, it's what they say is money out here for everybody. For everybody. And it's enough it's, for everybody. It's <laughs> enough to go around for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so like, do you feel like we're now at that sisterhood point? I do believe that some of, uh, some of us have arrived. I do mm. believe that. Um, but collectively, and, and collectively, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, what I what I've seen is that a lot of times, um, some of us are 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 now stepping into a particular place, mm. and so because we've never been there, you don't really want to share because it's like it took me it took me too long yeah to get, to here. get here right and I had to fight I, I had, had to scratch. fight I, I had, had to scratch I had to kick right, and I had you to scratch what they say it took me blood sweat and tears to and then you just here. want me to help you right you know mm-hmm. get this knowledge that I've acquired or mm-hmm. now I'm supposed to just share this with you yeah. and gra- and hold your hand along the way and it's like we have this scared yeah like if I help you mm-hmm. Mine will be taken. Well, what that is, is it's, this is, I've studied this. It's actually survival mode. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we have a long history of trauma within our DNA. Yeah. And so that's. A, As the black culture. That's what As I'm a saying. black culture. When I say we, that's yes. what I'm saying. Yes. And so that's, that's us going into survival mode. Like somebody is coming into our territory. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that type of situation, but that can be worked through as well. And right. so I do think that um, we are on a rise of, of coming into sisterhood. A lot of us are already there. Um, and then some of us do still have some work to do to get there because I think that collectively when we work together, we shine together and we grow together. So say like I have a platform on my own, mm-hmm. I'm going to be working overtime right. trying to really establish that platform than I would if, and I would like to use the African proverb, um, many hands make light work. Yes. If I pull my sisters in and just be a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, patient with building those relationships and we all work together i think um i was having a conversation with my mom the other day when she took me this was just yesterday she took me to brunch and she said something similar to that as far as like because that's one of our strong points Mm -hmm. is that you can have a man in one position and put a woman in the same position and she seems to be more of a team oriented because we're about building relationships Mm -hmm. is innate in us Mm -hmm. so that that kind of um, power that we have mm-hmm. is about, I guess that's where men, in my opinion, where I feel like black men are trying to say it's going to take the black woman to make the change, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a very strong statement to make. Mm-hmm. But um, they say that black women are going to make the change. And I think that that's maybe what they're speaking of mm-hmm. is that we have in us to create the village. And I to, believe so. You believe mm-hmm. so? Okay. That's the reason why... Um, when I incorporated and and started studying more of myself and and just the feminine energy altogether, mm-hmm. I do believe that no no I know okay. that we do have the power okay. to make the change um, with the entire planet. Mm. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. You you just. 
See that the the shoulder the uh the weight <laughs> the weight on the shoulder is just getting bigger and bigger. Oh, I'm talking about we are so powerful when right. we man when we manifesting mm. in our true yes. power and I femininity. Agree. We 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 are powerful, and it's nothing that takes away from the the black man. He wants us to rap arrive to that place. You feel like that? Yes. Which black man are you speaking of? I'm talking about a black man. Okay, it's the now the 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 power you just gave that. I know who you're talking about. Right. Okay. That's who I'm talking about. The one that's proud of her arriving into that, and the yes. one that that does okay. not feel any threat, jealousy, or envy, or feeling saying. like that he's less than because she's arrived, mm. but more so that he's proud that right. she's arrived. Right. I th- I think I heard somebody say the other day um, that we're now that seeing <clears throat> it wasn't even somebody. I'm in a group chat. <clears throat> and they said it in a group chat. And it was he was saying that um that now we're seeing women basically order restored the way it's supposed to be. Like now and I and I don't know how else that he really meant it, but that now black women are starting to have this black girl magic that we've been speaking of and we're mm-hmm. now rising mm-hmm. to this level of um queenism, That's right. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see like order starting to come back into that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same mm-hmm. way? And all of the other cultures are following suit. Hey, come on. Yes. So wh- what it is, is that once we start realizing who we are, first we had to embrace ourselves, embrace everything that we were taught to hate. Mm-hmm. That was first. Now we embracing the afros, we embracing the the yeah. hair, the big lips. Now all of that is being glorified again right. as being beauty, which is something that basically they kept telling us was not right. something to be glorified. So it's like if you if you don't see yourself as that, it's hard for you to stand in that position, right. you know, because you have to be able to accept yourself right. to say, oh, I'm a queen or I'm a goddess, That's having why. to love yourself in a world you that hates you, yeah. Having yeah. to learn mm-hmm. how to love yourself in a world that hates you. Yeah. That doesn't think you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or I will say that secretly thinks you're beautiful, but don't want to tell you because they want to break you down. That's it all. is a secret. They because that's what they're, they're, they're that. imitating and, and <laughs> duplicating and replicating everything that we're about. Right. So Like, why would I tell you But that? I'm ugly. <laughs> but I'm ugly. Right. My lips are too fat. Mm-hmm. My ass is too big. But in the meanwhile, let me make this appointment to get my lips and my... (laughs) Okay, let me get my injections. Just like yours. You know, let me get the fake locks. Let me get, you know, all these different things Mm -hmm. that makes me look like you. And then, then try to adopt your language. Try to adopt your stilo, Mm -hmm. your Mm -hmm. style and Mm -hmm. all that. So don't tell me that we're not beautiful because we already know. Yes, we're beyond that. We're beyond. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. we are beyond Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So let's move on. Because one of the things I do want to touch on is since we brought black men into this. Yes. The black man as opposed when it comes to covering and protecting his black woman. Um, Because one of the things that they say about feminism is that we're in a place now. Feminism back then, and a lot of men think feminism today is still a way to separate it, one, we know we don't have the same agenda. Mm-hmm. So let's get that clear. Mm-hmm. But they think it's a way to separate the black family, the black male from the black woman. Mm-hmm. And I still believe that feminism mm-hmm. or womanism for black mm-hmm. women, if you want to believe the womanism still has a place mm-hmm. because there's a, a standard that I believe our black men are not living up to mm-hmm. when it comes to our covering. Do you agree? 
Um. <clears throat> um. <laughs> I don't believe in feminism. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to be labeled that <laughs> to, 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 um, to have a position of my power. I don't. Mm -hmm. When we look at the history of feminism, feminism, that whole movement was not created by us. And it wasn't for us. It wasn't for us. Um, Again, we adopted something, you know, um, out of a a position of ignorance. And ignorance does does not mean that we were dumb. It it just means that we did not know Mm -hmm. at the time. So when we were looking at a particular group that created this whole movement, we were looking from a position of, oh, well, we, we women too. Mm-hmm. But your issues are, as a black woman was not the same issues as that woman. Right. Okay. We have two different issues. You see what I'm saying? And so they allow you to march side right, by side. Right, because it makes their numbers bigger. It makes their numbers bigger. Right. So... I don't need to be labeled and march about who I am because, first of all, I'm a goddess. And so what happens is when you are a goddess, you create your own reality. Mm. You create your own reality. That's just like I created my own reality with myself and with my children. Mm-hmm. I created my own. I create everything that I want to see. I manifest and cultivate right. the reality the that I want. Right. right. We are the creators. That's what a goddess is. Mm-hmm. It's not to offend anybody like you're some kind of, it's a goddess or a god simply means a creator. Right, exactly. I created my own health plan <laughs> with my children. I created my own business. I created my own products. I created my own labels. I created my own everything. So, I don't even have a lot of issues as 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 some people that I look like because I've progressed mm. to another level on my individual work. I agree. Individually, I agree. I've worked. Yeah. You see what I'm saying mm-hmm. to arrive at a particular place, but I still do have that same issue because I am you and you are I, we are one. Right. You see what okay. I'm saying? We are still the same. We yeah. are one. But I don't identify with a feminine movement because I don't have to. You see what I'm saying? I don't have to um, label myself as that. And because, first of all, I'm not trying to get rights in a workplace because I'm not trying to work for nobody. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's okay. like, you, you know, you marching and that's why we have to educate ourselves. But I think, I mean, even though I high five that because I definitely agree with you, my sister, on that one. Um, but like you just said, we're one. So in being one... Your sister may have that same issue, though. So isn't that her issue? Not saying her issue is your issue and you have to make it your issue, but isn't that a collective problem? Do you see what I'm saying? If my sister is thinking about marching for rights at a workplace, my role is to pull my sister aside and say, sis, we do not need to be at nobody's workplace. Oh. We don't need to be working for nobody. I love what okay. kind of creativity, I love what kind of hobbies, what kind of skills, what do you have so we can manifest this Manifest this into a business? So the sisterhood overpowers the feminist or the womanist exactly. or the humanist movement because in your eyes, my role is to get you to see how much better than that you are. This is what I'm saying. God damn it. You can't go knocking on somebody's door asking for rights. That's their door. 
I think it was uh, David Banner who said, um, if I hold all the resources, if I hold all the money, and as long as you act right, and as long as you do right, and as long as you behave the way I want you to behave and be master's little good boy or good girl, Mm -hmm. then every time I give you a little bit of those resources Mm -hmm. back, you think that that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And then his, he's like, no, that's effed up. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the way. Mm-mm. No. Because a lot of times what that is, I've seen a meme on this. It's like you're getting practically crumbs to to basically mm-hmm. forget about your dreams. Exactly. I mean. And then you think you're blessed. And and you think you're blessed. It's like, oh, let me hold this right. down. You know, I got benefits and everything. Right. It's yeah. like, no, you know. And so that's really my goal. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I'm going to have a conversation with a sister, it will be basically, you know, sis, let's figure out how we can work together to build this. It's not going to be um, about marching to, you know, get somebody to change rules in their business. That's, right. that's their business. Cre- create your own. If you do an administrative work for that company, well, guess what? Let's go ahead and have you be a virtual assistant to support some of these black businesses out here that needs help. Mm. It's a way to do everything. It is. Yeah. So I don't really subscribe to the feminine, um, the feminism movement. I don't I don't do that hmm. because I feel like when I say we are powerful and we are goddesses. Right. We don't have to wear that label. That label was created by women because it was their men that was putting them in a particular. uh, They were only giving them so many things that they uh, opportunities, shall I say, you know, they were only allowing them to do so much. And they're like, well, no, I want to work in the workplace. Well, no, I want to do this and I want to do that. That Mm -hmm. was for them. Nobody was ever able to tell a black woman that she couldn't do anything. But we marching alongside thinking that's our fight. That don't have anything to do with us. You just shut that down. That was actually pretty good. I've never heard nobody explain it to me in a fashion that actually makes me question why am I doing this. Mm -hmm. No, I've never had nobody explain it to me We think it's our movement because we're a woman, but no. No, I guess for me, it was just more so because I do live by that. I do create my own reality. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, for me, there's also a bigger issue of not just not just when it comes to, ooh, I'm hitting myself in the mouth, mm-hmm. not just when it comes to the workplace, but there's also, you know, sexual issues that we face. And there's also, um, you know, the fight that I feel like we face when it comes to race, rape and, you know, mm-hmm. getting beat and not really... Because mm. I do believe in balance, I just don't believe in gender roles. So I believe in balance, mm-hmm. and I believe that we should all work off of our strengths. Mm-hmm. But I know you remind me of my best friend, Precious. <laughs> for certain um, women of y'all caliber, I feel like that there's a for y'all there's about order, mm-hmm. and order has its place. Mm-hmm. And if we're out of order, then that's where problems. We're, we're out of order. Oh, yeah, because we're definitely sexual out of order. abuse, rape, and all exactly. that, that's not our culture. Exactly. That was inflicted on us. And so it's a lot of work we got to do. We exactly. experienced a lot of trauma as a people. Oh, we definitely mm-hmm. did. So as a woman, though, with that trauma added on, is there a way for us to overcome that? Oh, and yeah. mm-hmm. how do we start? 
I always say, to be honest, it starts on an individual basis. We can't we can't start building collectively if we're not doing work individually. And that's mm. just for real. That's being honest. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, we can't go out here talking about we doing anything for anybody and that house not right. Right. Say that. So that's just, you know, and I'm a living witness to that because once I started with learning about um, how knee deep we, you know, were in terms of our health um, and and just our diet alone, you know, initially I was like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to. I'm like, but nah, you, I need to start right, right here. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, I can't be on a mission to save the world. I need to first, you know, get me and my children, right. me and my household together first. And then I branched off and then started with my family. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And then it, it trickled in. Now, since I've gotten my household together and my family together, now I feel comfortable Stretching those branches, I, yeah, because it don't even seem authentic if you're not doing it within Yourself. your family exactly. first. It's like, no, nah, you can't be on a mission to do things collectively if mm-hmm. you're not live. That's why I always say it has to be a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It have to be in house first, and then you go and want to, you know, support others. Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. Okay, so what? Let me go back. <laughs> I want to go back because I don't think we really got into what sisterhood actually means to you. I think it got muffled in some of the answers you were saying, but I want you to really break down when you hear the word sisterhood Mm -hmm. to you, what does that mean? Oh my gosh. Sisterhood is just a bundle of love and support. I mean, It, it 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 means a lot like being there uniting through so many things um for instance i just um established a relationship with a sister mm-hmm. um where it started off as you know um a, a customer and then i was doing some consultations with her mm-hmm. um but it had become so um you know, was the sister was going through a lot, you mm-hmm. know. And so um, at this point, I was like, okay, you know, let me just, you know, kind of just be there for her. Not necessarily just business-wise, but just be there for her. Right. Because she was going through, you know, the whole, you know, abuse and, you know, a lot of issues, right. a lot of things she was going through. And so... um it was no longer just about business. I needed to be there for her as a sister because she didn't have the relationships established with her family. So I'm Mm. like, okay, if you going through, you know, abuse and, you know, kidnapping and rape from your, you know, children's father, I'm, I need to be there because who, who else, you know what I'm saying? is going to be there for you. So I was like, okay, let me go ahead and, you know, build a relationship with her and support her through those times. And so that, that sisterhood being there for, you know, another sister and not looking at it like, what am I getting out of? Oh, this don't have nothing to do with me. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Let me mind my business. Um, it's, it's a, you know, you can go so far with things, but it, it, you, you want you don't want to go too deep in certain things mm-hmm. um, because 
you just really even got to be careful with that. I had to learn that just recently in the relationship because I just kind of felt like, um, you know, sometimes you can only help a person so much. You Do you see? think that, the, that that's probably because now we become such a protected uh, species? Like it's more like um, we, we've had so much done to us over the years that now mm-hmm. we're, we're too protected. It's like and the minute we start feeling somebody trying to come into that territory, mm-hmm. it's like, nah. Yeah. It, even when it comes to raising our children, mm-hmm. that whole village, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's now non-existent because you right. can't comment on somebody else's motherhood right. without getting cussed out. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I, you know, my thing is I I would love to support any sister right. that's willing to really, really do Open the work and, yeah. and support Open herself. and ready to receive. But I if say. you're not yeah. ready and you're still mm-hmm. entertaining that energy, yeah. then I got to say, okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so then that's where... You know, you just kind of find yourself saying, "Okay, well, I've I've done my part as a sister. You got to meet me halfway because it's your work. Okay, so sisterhood is really about, you know, coming together, supporting each other on our issues, whether it's personal issues, business issues, just that support and creating a community, creating a community of sisters. And that's what I was talking about earlier when I said Let's kind of create that pod around business. Right. So that's what sisterhood is, supporting each other on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, we don't know what it will be because we don't yeah. know what, we really don't know what sisters are going through. Because it took the sister a long time to really share that with me. Right. And this is several sisters that I've had consultations with. You know, I had no idea how much stuff women were going through. I'm going to be quite honest. The anxiety, the panic attacks, the abuse, it's a lot. But I don't look at it as being a feminine movement. We have work to do as sisters. You see what I'm saying? Just being there and uplifting. Because I've had sisters in my DM on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and they're like, my self-esteem low. I don't have self-love. Wow. So that's not a feminine move. You know, that's more so like... Individual. Yeah. Uh, self-love movement. Right. Yeah. A, div- a divinity movement. Right. Divine Getting sisters to understand yeah. their true power and who they are. And even that's challenging because they have to overcome all of the trauma that have cut them down to practically nothing. So... It's, I was. I made a statement the other day. I feel like healing is. Uh, um, it's almost like a crackhead or or a drug addict coming off of drugs, because you every day gotta wake up and realize, okay, well, this is an issue for me, mm-hmm. and not that you want to operate in that issue, mm-hmm. but you always want to be aware that this that you have certain triggers, mm-hmm. because we've healed from so much. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You've healed from so much that it is so easy for you to be triggered in a certain mm-hmm. area. You could fall back mm-hmm. like that. Not that mm-hmm. that's a bad thing. Always mm-hmm. pick yourself back up and, right. you know what I mean, right. reevaluate and do mm-hmm. the work to get back on track. Right. But there's always some kind of trigger. Mm-hmm. And you have to work at it every day. Mm-hmm. This is not something like, oh, I'm healed today and tomorrow. You just Mm-mm. go out there and just, you know, go buck wild. You have to really Mm-mm. work at it every day. It is like an addiction because I don't care if you've been healing and working on self-love for 20 years. You can have a trigger Mm -hmm. that take you back. Take you back. Yeah. 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 So what is, what is, um, 
what is your reality as a black woman? I know you're you're the creator of your world. Yes, that um, but what is, is my reality. how did you get to that um, that mindset though? That strong mindset of you know I'm here. You really want to know, I'm, girl? Tell, me, yeah. <laughs> tell us, honey. Give us give us the tea. <laughs> Or give us the wine, I should say. <laughs> Spill that wine. It was a lot of work, sis. Mm. I have to agree with you. Mine was too. It was. It was a lot. And of I'm still work. working. I'm still working. And still learning from those around me. Yeah. I might debate on a regular basis mm-hmm. with people who are teaching me lessons. Mm-hmm. And I might not think about the lesson until after I've debated with you, like, Hmm. Right. You know what? They got a point, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. You know, just like like now, mm-hmm. hearing you say things about feminism or mm-hmm. womanism that I've never heard it spoken to me mm-hmm. in the way you've mentioned yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so do I have a bigger mission now? Not to be mm-hmm. fighting this fight, but mm-hmm. to be helping my, my fellow sisters mm-hmm. see a different vision. Mm-hmm. A bigger mm-hmm. vision. Oh, it's got to be bigger. Exactly. Yeah, because that's who we are. Mm-hmm. I want to say thank you for that, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> No, like when I walked in and you saw me, you was like, oh, you look cute. And I'm like, I don't really do this. When I tell you I went through this transformation, uh-huh. I let go everything. Mm. It was about three years. Of, my family was like, "What? what's going on with, <laughs> with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean... They're like, what's going on with you? What, what, what are you into now? I let go of the dressing up, the lashes, the makeup, yes. the nails. Yes. I strip myself of everything. Mm. The perms. Yes. They got to be first to go. The first thing. <laughs> Okay. And I did mirror work. I used to sit in front of the mirror and I'm telling y'all the mirror affirmations is serious. Uh-huh. I used to sit in front of the mirror because I have a mirror that goes from the top to the bottom in Indian style. And I used to look at myself mm. and talk to myself. Yes. And say, um anything. I'll say, you know, I love you or I'll look at my features and see, you know, instead of not liking my features and trying to hide it with makeup, mm-hmm. I embraced my features, yeah. my big nose, yeah. you know, all that. Oh, I didn't even notice. And when you said it, it made me look at it. I'm well, like, right. It? You know, my mom used to be like, oh, no, it, it fits your face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. It fits your face. But how do I even know it's big? Because these are the things that people mm. used to say to me. Yes. This is what I'm yes. saying. And it may yeah. not even be, but I'm just giving you back what I've always been told. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I had to love me. I had to embrace everything that I thought, based on what people told me, right. was a flaw. Wow. I took off everything. I said, because I don't want to wear makeup. I don't want to wear nails. I don't want to wear this. Because this is something that I've adopted because I know that my mom or my aunt used to get jazzy or people in my family. Let me get strip it all away. And then if I pick it back up and adopt it, I want to first love who I am without mm. that. 
You that see what I'm is saying? That's the key right there. So I, because we're not saying you can't do that. Right. But do you love the person without that? I've had so many women yes. say, that they have low self-esteem. I heard a woman, a personality on one of the main radio stations, she was saying that she have low self-esteem. She, the, she you, you, without her weave, you can't catch her without her weave. She have, she do have low self-esteem when she's not wearing it. These are the things that I wanted to make sure. You know, of course, when we doing it, you right. know, the first answer that we give is, "Oh, we like it." Yeah. But why I don't ever see you just in your natural without form. it, right? Right, because so, we're not saying you can't do it every once in a while, right? Yeah, but I get that, okay. and so that's that's just the route that I decided to go. Then I start learning, start researching, and I mean, I used to read or the books. I mean, I just just it was just Same here. I just had to. I was ready for something new. Yeah. You know, and so that was really my reality in creating a new me. If we're not here to evolve, what what are we even? Why are we here? We we could not have possibly been gifted with this body to come here, eat chicken and clock in at Walmart. Oh, sad. I mean, nothing is wrong yeah. with having these jobs if that's what you want to do. But you have a you actually have a greater purpose of coming to this planet. Mm. So breaking it down. That's what I that's what I, you know, that's what I learned and that's what I had to do. I just really um I just knew that it was more for me. I was not comfortable with where I was at and I just knew that I had much more to offer to my children, mm-hmm. offer to myself first of all and offer to my family. Do you have a daughter? No, I don't have. You don't. You have. So you have sons. Two boys. Two boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just um, it's a difference in uh, raising girls, mm-hmm. where you're not only trying to show them in your own walk that I'm comfortable in my natural mm-hmm. and everything that I am, but trying to get them to understand like everything you just said, like that mm-hmm. that natural love. That I love myself um, as I am, mm-hmm. and everything else is just an addition to. Mm-hmm. That is one of the hardest tasks I find myself going through as a as a black woman. Yeah. You know, because then you're dealing with social media now. You're dealing with school still. That same kind of bullying that went on mm-hmm. when we was in school, they're still dealing mm-hmm. with today, and I think it's even more on a grander mm-hmm. scale. Like these kids is mean. Yeah, they are mean. Yeah, they are. I'm ready to fight somebody's kids. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. But, you know, always trying to, like, you know, people come in here, like you said, you see the stuff around mm-hmm. and they got stuff in their bathroom mirrors. Yeah. I got stuff on my bathroom mirrors. Yeah. And I'm just trying to show them that you have to silence that mm-hmm. noise around got you. To. Like I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. you got to silence that noise. Mm-hmm. You're doing a good job. And then reassure yourself of the things you mm-hmm. want to reassure mm-hmm. yourself of. Walk with that head high hey. with your afro yes. and with whatever yes. it is you have natural mm-hmm. and own it. Yeah. Because like I tell children all the time, because I've had this talk before with um, another sister that I was um, um, consulting her child. Her son was going through things because he had an afro. And I said, let me tell you, a lot of times, and then, but she started twisting it to do the locks. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, children don't know how to express their se- themselves. Right. So it comes off as being, 
mean because they don't know how to say, oh, it looks nice or it's different. You know, right. everybody got ponytails Or and even barrettes. the race unique. Yeah, unique. Yeah. Right. Everybody's looking the same with a haircut. Right. And now that I have twists, I'm the one that's being talked about. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Everybody. You, How is a raising boys? Uh, are you raising? So the guy you're with? Two boys. They're, I'm they're raising his, two boys. They're his kids? No. Okay. No. So- it How was, is it raising boys? Then? It's it's it have it hasn't been a challenge at all. It's been fun. Um, <laughs> I hear that, I hear a lot of moms say that about boys. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm terrified has, of boys. Yeah, and one of the things that um that I do is make sure, and I think this actually helps on the influence um, because we already have, the children have the peer pressure and the influence at school. So mm. with that influence taken away. Um, that whole social media, um, internet, TV, um, you know, all of that really helps um, because we went without having TV for years. Mm. When I was going through my transformation, oh, that went too. Oh, oh, <laughs> you know, nice. everything went, yeah, yeah, everything had to go. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would never have thought that. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I know when I went through my transformation, because I was actually still married when I did this, mm-hmm. we took TVs out the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. We have one unified TV. Now, now that, okay. that was the thing. Right. Even to this day. Mm-hmm. We watch TV, we watch it together. Right. So, that's my thing. That but you won't have too. one in your room. Well, we have it now. Mm. We just, but during the transformation, we didn't have it. Mm. So they weren't influenced by a lot good. of things. So they they know who they are. Yeah, they know who they <laughs> are, and they they okay with it. That's good. Mm-hmm. And then, so you had, you said twelve and six. Yeah, what I six. learned, they learned too. Yes, mm-hmm. but that's the way it's supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. just like you said, we're the creators, but we're also the teachers. And that's the thing. We, a lot of times, we weren't taught things at that age. No. That's really the no. issue. Because it was like, there, there's <laughs> a, there was a limit to what information we was privy mm-hmm. to. But that's the problem. That is exactly the problem. I totally agree with you, mm-hmm. 100%. That's the problem. Sitting down with my children and talking to them about certain issues that I know was never, mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. not even mm-hmm. when I was 17, mm-hmm. was ever discussed mm-hmm. with me. I learned these things on my own. That's right. And mm-hmm. I refused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To let them go through yeah. that same, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that same thing. Mm-hmm. So motherhood as a black woman, for you, like, do you feel like we're depicted in the right man, like the right light when it comes to movies, social media, magazines, and all these? Do they show us as the loving, caring, um, soft beings that I believe we are? We always get shown as the the aggressive, the the one who beats, and the one who like. Do you feel like that there's being a shift with that or? Um, we don't watch that when we oh, do good. watch it. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> nah, I can't. We watch learning documentaries and stuff like that. That's nah. us. That is Yeah, no, nah, we don't. We watch stuff like the weirdest things in nature mm-hmm. or like that's that's us. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we watch that, you know. Outer space universe, yeah, we don't do that. Um, but overall, it's an agenda. Oh, yeah, we're definitely. not in control of the definitely TV network. So, guess what? When you have a people that 
that's their platform. That's what they can do with it. You see what I'm saying? So I'm really not surprised about how we're shown on TV, you know, because that's that's the point. Right. Yeah, that's that's the purpose of, you know, bringing us on there to entertain. To entertain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, first of all, let me thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, thank for, you for yes. For mm-hmm. those who don't know, let me let me uh, go ahead and give y'all a recap of how we actually met. Mm-hmm. We met at um, uh, Sprouts, yes. um, and I was I started asking her about jackfruit mm-hmm. and where's the jackfruit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, with the type of energies I think we was giving off, the conversation mm-hmm. just kind of evolved into, "Girl, we need to link up." Yeah. After this, Mm -hmm. I don't know how you go from jackfruit to having one of these (laughs) kinds of conversations. I feel like the more you start to align yourself um, in in the the way you're supposed to go, the universe will start bringing people to you that's Mm -hmm. on that same, you know, elevation. Mm -hmm. And that's just my take on it. Um, The more I started to change my life. Mm-hmm. I started seeing different circles. What's the universal law? You're well, going to attract yes, what you you're gonna, are. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. um, I want to thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you. I want to thank you for your insight on women, feminism, mm-hmm. womenism, all of that. Um, you. you definitely, we probably talk after I turn the mic off, because <laughs> you definitely um, opened my mind up and, mm-hmm. and my thoughts up to something totally different. Because when I had that conversation with more people or, you know, other people who think differently than me, mm-hmm. it's more so coming from a defensive part or a hurt part from themselves. So I'm not really able to understand right. where they're coming from. But I feel like what you, the way you said it was mm-hmm. like a ding, like a, yeah. like with the open house, a aha moment for me. Right. right. So yeah. I, I really do appreciate that. And yeah, no, I and that's interesting that you said a hurt part because we can't, you know, identify with that movement because we're bitter or hurt from a relationship. Exactly. So now that's, that's interesting the truth. you yeah. said mm-hmm. that because I never even thought that yeah. that could happen. But oh, it makes that's sense. yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely happens. Mm-hmm. Um, even from because you you get a lot of feminists. I think most of the feminists, um, and I've even said this to one of my friends. I, I feel like Amanda Seals is. Um, She's although she's for the black people, she's definitely still um you know for black women and speak mm-hmm. up for black women and black women rights and women rights in general. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes she comes from a hurt place of not having her mm-hmm. father, mm-hmm. and then you can get the man on the other end who's definitely against seeing women rise or women do greater things, and he's coming from a place of my baby mama. Right. So we have all these mm-hmm. different hurt issues and all these different hurt yeah. angles that we're coming from mm-hmm. where nobody's actually hearing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what's the solution? Right. And I think that you came with the solution rather than an yeah. argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's a difference. Together. Yeah. yeah. So, anywho, that's my take on it. Yeah. Um, I thought this conversation was going to go totally left, and it went right. So, listen. Yeah, good. <laughs> that's it, guys. We out this mother. The most unprotected one, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women. Then the only time a Muslim really gets real violent is when someone goes to molest his woman. 